This week in Dokang Gamer, an all rock band to special. everybody to episode 13 of the Kong Gamer. I really do apologize once again if I was absent for the last couple of weeks, but I'm back again with a new toy, new game to rave about, and that is, as I said earlier, Rock Band 2. You just heard me play one of the tracks in Rock Band 2 called Hello There by Cheap Trick. It's actually the um, the song that's, that's, that's played on the intro... Um, of Rock Band 2, and it, it's one of the shortest songs, so that's why I decided to play it, and, you know, I, I was doing it on drums and everything, so it was cool, it was fun, and I'm sorry if it's a little bit messy and everything, but, you know, just to get everybody in the groove of Rock Band, um, I just really wanted to play a piece. It's one of the better songs, actually, in the game. It's one of those songs that are absolutely new to me, but, you know, that's what I really love about music. It's something you get used to, more than, you know, actually getting tired of it um, while uh, through repetition, it, it, the music actually grows on you. Um, that's not to say that it, music doesn't go get old or anything, but more so the fact that familiar good songs, uh, unfamiliar good songs to me, um, sound kind of strange at first, which is one of uh, which is kind of like "Hello There." But the more I listen to it, the more it becomes familiar to me. The more I actually recognize how good it is, and that's when it actually really grows on me. And I really, really do enjoy the music. And that said, you know, Rock Band too. I've been talking about it for the longest time. I remember um, during our Christmas episode together with imaginary friend of Luke, I was pretty much raving about it. I wanted it. For a very, very long time, I was in the States a, couple, a year and a half ago, and I saw Rock Band 1 being sold in everywhere, pretty much. Um, like, you know, I never really knew how to get it. I didn't have the funds to actually get it or anything. 
nor did I have the ability to actually bring something that big back home to the Philippines. And, you know, finally, finally, I decided to just, you know, one day, last week, last Saturday, I said, you know, there's one game that I can't really live without. I've been talking about it for the longest time. I did promise you guys I would get it, and finally I did. Very, very, very expensive game. The most expensive game I've ever bought, probably. Um, and yes, most definitely the most expensive game I've bought. Um, especially since it's not even no special edition, no collector's edition, no nothing. It's just really just rock band. The special bundle, of course, that, that comes with the drums, with the mic, and the guitar. Um, it's one of those really, really major um, gaming decisions I've ever had to make. But, you know, last Saturday I just really thought to myself that, hey, I mean... There's one game I really think is worth every single penny, every single peso I spend for it. And just to, ra just to you know, show you just how much of a huge, huge, um, what do you call this, financial decision it was for me. This game costs 50% more than what people would pay for it in the U.S. So I know in the U.S. it costs around $200. Um, I guess that's before taxes or maybe after taxes or in certain states that you don't have to pay taxes then it's just $200. But back here in the Philippines, it's roughly 14,500 pesos, which at the current exchange rate would, would be roughly $300. So can you imagine that? It's like basically buying an Xbox 360 or a PS3. Well, maybe not a PS3, but an Xbox 360 for a game, for a game, for goodness sake. But, you know, um... I mean, really, uh, I guess we, I don't know, um, at the risk of me sounding very, very gay or anything, uh, a couple of friends of mine, girlfriends of mine, um, asked me to go to a movie last night with them, and we watched Shopaholic. Um, I didn't quite enjoy it, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But anyway, the point is, one of the lines in the, uh, in the movie was basically, cost and worth are completely different things, and definitely that spoke volumes to me in terms of this game, and really this game is much, 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 much more worth it than a lot of the games I've actually bought. I would say it's definitely worth a lot more than Prince of Persia was, I mean, even if it costs around five times more than what I paid for Prince of Persia, I mean, Rock Band 2 is definitely well, well worth it. I think I've played it a lot more, I've, I've put in a lot more hours on it than I did Prince of Persia by now. And, you know, it's a lot of fun, and I've only been really playing the drums at that. Um, I've tried the guitar a couple of times, the guitar and bass, and um, a few times with the mic as well. But, you know, $300, 15,500 pesos is a lot of money, especially for me. And, you know, um, that's what we're really, you know, Dokkan Gamer really wants to kind of communicate, that... Even if these games are quite expensive, even if this, these games are really impractical um, at the end of the day, it, they really are more than worth it uh, in terms of um, entertainment value, in terms of the value you get from the game, from playing it, and especially um, these kinds of games that are designed to play with friends. They're definitely, definitely worth it, and that is, for me, the true gaming experience. Like I mentioned a few episodes ago, I think, the original NES, or at least the family computer, was designed with two controllers intact, connected physically to the unit itself. So, video games for me really started during the family computer, and to me, you know, uh, it just really makes sense when you play games together with other people right next to you, as opposed to 
um, online or anything. The experience is just so much richer and so much more enjoyable. And really, you know, laughing together with people, um, just really enjoying something together with people and interacting with them is just so amazing. You can't do that with reading. I mean, you know, um, I've always been criticized for having hobbies that aren't really conventional, at least when I was a child. I mean, people loved um, reading, people loved watching TV and all of that. That didn't really cost so much or anything. But, you know, in terms of video games, you can't read the book together with somebody else. You can't enjoy and laugh together or anything. You, you basically cannot experience the book the same way. Um, nor can you, um, what do you call this, watch TV or watch a movie more more specifically and really just enjoy it for what it is and enjoy the experience of being with the other person. It really is just an artificial social entertainment. Um, when you watch a movie, when you read a book or whatever, you really are just by yourself. There is no enrichment that you get from watching that certain movie or that certain television show with other people. Yes, finding sometimes you basically um, give comments or anything and you laugh together and you know, enjoy it together, but really, that the the game, or I mean, the, the TV show itself, just gives you the same kind of level of satisfaction. There is, if they just you know sat there quietly or whatever, the enjoyment of watching that show wouldn't be as robust as they would if you know you're basically laughing together or whatever. But in terms of video games, really, I don't know if I'm even explaining this correctly. It's just that the fact that you're playing together in the same room, and you see each other smiling and everything, that's really enough to heighten the video game experience, really. Uh, or my, maybe I'm just really completely biased, right? But, you know, um, uh, you could probably throw all of that away. But my point really is, um, these multiplayer games that are designed from the ground up to be played together with other people, I mean, the games that are coming out lately, recently, especially games like Rock Band 2, Guitar Hero, and maybe Street Fighter 4, arguably, that are designed to be played together with other people, are really, really what video games are all about. And, you know, just to share that joy with other people is completely, completely satisfying. That said, um, I have been playing Rock Band 2 all by myself, and it's still so, so, so worth it. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of Guitar Hero 2. Um, that's the only other, you know, kind... Uh, the, the only other... Um, rock band or Guitar Hero game that I actually own, and that has lasted me around three years, I believe, now, and it's still a very, very viable um, source of entertainment for me, and now that I have Rock Band too, you know, with the drums, I've always wanted to play the drums, well, not actual drums, I mean, the drums in Rock Band 2, um, is so much fun, and, you know, the fact that the drum kit actually does simulate the actual playing of drums very, very well, that adds uh, a lot more satisfaction into it. So, okay, I mean, you know, I'm just rambling on, really, about how good Rock Band 2 is and how worth it really is for me. But, you know, uh, let's try to kind of organize ourselves. I'll, I'll try to organize myself, uh, I should say. And really, you know, just break it down. Just what does Rock Band 2 really... I mean, what makes it so great? Um, I don't know. For me, Rock Band 2... At least the harmonics theme, more, more particularly the the guys who started off Guitar Hero. While you know the idea of playing instruments and um, what do you call this, converting that experience into a video game is not uh, a new idea at all. I mean, Konami's been doing it forever with Guitar Freaks, Drum Mania, and all these other you know Dance Dance Revolution kind of things. All these um, rhythm based 
music skewed games that are really designed to just, you know, um, what do you call this? Um, leverage on other IPs, meaning music um, itself, and create that, create the popularity, that transfer that popularity of those particular songs, the appeal of those songs, into a video game experience. Now, what, you know, what Drum Mania and Guitar Freaks and all those other games did were really, really amazing, but the thing is, the difference between those games and pretty much Rock Band and Guitar Hero is that they brought that experience, that arcade experience, home. And affordably at that. I mean, as expensive as Rock Band 2 is, I, I'm, I'm saying, I've been saying earlier, right, it's definitely worth more than a lot of the games I've played. I mean, you know, I'm going to go out of a limb and actually say I'd trade in my... Um, what do you call this? Metal Gear Solid 4, Prince of Persia, and perhaps even Mirror's Edge, just to get Rock Band 2. I mean, it's that good an experience. And I'll tell you why, really, um, as I go through the motions here. Um, you know, uh, what was I saying again? So, basically, yeah, it's, it, they were... Rock Band 2, in particular, was able to translate that arcade experience home, where people can be more comfortable with themselves, can, you know... In the arcades, you know, you're very, very reserved. I mean, you don't want to see unfamiliar people looking at you and while you're belting out things or whatever, you're wailing at the drums and everything. And when you're good, then it's really, really satisfying to just go out into the, to the arcades and just really, you know, do your thing, um, smack the drums, hit, hit the drums and everything, or strum the guitar and everything, and people will watch you and you get this huge high from you know, basically showing off. But then again, when you're like me, who has no idea how to play these games, has never had the time or perhaps the, the gall to actually go out there in the arcade and play these crazy games and make a fool out of myself and spend so much money so that I can be good. I mean, you know, I just didn't have that much time. I didn't have that much um, but pride, maybe. I didn't, you know, my, my, my face wasn't that thick to go out there and just you know, play these games while other people watch. Um, but then, you know, that's what Rock Band and Guitar Hero did. They brought that experience home where everybody's comfortable, where everybody could just act like themselves and make a fool out of themselves without really feeling like a fool and just play these crazy games, right? And what else did it add? I mean, Drum Mania, Guitar Freaks, good, but, you know, the songs that they had were all pretty much Japanese. I mean, at least the ones we had here in the Philippines. And... I don't know how popular these games are in, in Japan, right? But I guess they are pretty popular. But maybe not popular enough compared to the Rock Band and Guitar Hero playlists, right? And that's the other thing that these games do so well. The, basically, the familiarity of all these crazy rock anthems, or at least, you know, a lot of rock anthems at least, that they bring home. And, you know, it would... And all these songs really appeal to the sense of nostalgia, the sense of familiarity in people that they've always wanted to not just sing these songs, at least for me in my experience, and I just really wanted to play these songs as well, up in the guitar, and the drums, or whatever, right? It's just so, so, so cool. I mean, here, here you go. I mean, I'm going to go back again. Just allow me to go back to the cost of Rockman 2. Okay, so basically, if you buy a game such as, like, say, um, Prince of Persia, you basically shell out $60, $50 for a game, right? So in Rockman 2, what exactly do you get? Um, you get the game. Let's say that's already $50, right? So just to be fair, $50. Um, then you get three controllers, basically, the drums, the the guitar and the mic. Okay, let's let's say 
how much is a controller these days? Maybe fifty dollars, forty dollars, let's say. Oh, so forty dollars for the drums. Okay, so that's ninety dollars. Another forty for the gu the guitar. That's a hundred and thirty dollars. Then let's say thirty dollars, just thirty dollars for the mic. That's already a hundred and sixty dollars. Now, um, factor in the fact that you get songs out of this game. Songs that are in iTunes, songs that you would pay money for in, say, your local CD shop or whatever. And you get how many songs? How many songs are in the game? 80. 80 out of the box in the game. So 80 would translate to roughly, say, 8 CDs. Okay, let's just, you know, um, cut that number down and just say six CDs. Let's say it's a huge CD or whatever. There's some weird compression they have. Blah, 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 blah. Six CDs. Six CDs would cost how much um, in the States? Let's say $20 per CD. 120 right there. Or, or say fine. Let's say $10. Maybe CDs are really, really useless these days because everybody just gets their songs all over the internet, over iTunes and everything. Let's say, say $10 per CD. That's already $60 in terms of, you know, the content you get out of this game. $60 plus $160, that's already $220, man. I mean, that in itself should tell you that this game is definitely worth it, that you get from the box itself, from the things that are inside the game. Forget whether or not you enjoy these rhythm games. Forget whether or not this game is for you. Whether, forget whether or not you're tone deaf and don't even like music at all. Just buying this game out of the box gives you more than $200 worth of content, I mean, in hardware, and in software, and in basically music, right? Um, that is, of course, me just rationalizing, but when you really break it down to those really, really basic levels, this game is actually a steal. This game is actually very, very, very well worth it. So, you know, basically three points that really make this game... Um, I've already made three points that really make this game so, so good. One, it's an arcade experience that's brought home. Two... Um, and, you know, basically no inhibitions, no nothing. You can just play this game, a game you would not normally play in public and just enjoy. Two, um, what do you call this? It's... What did I say? Anyway, um, the third one I was saying was basically um, out of the box. Whatever's inside that box is actually well more worth than $200. And the second one I was saying was pretty much... Oh, yeah, yes, the brilliant, brilliant song lists these people um, shell out how familiar they are, how much it appeals to other people, um, how much it appeals to normal people like me, who are very, very familiar with um, popular songs, basically. And, you know, on a more personal note, I'm a big rock fan. I'm not a crazy fanatic, of course, but um, more than other people, I'm not much of a pop person, not much of acoustic, not much of jazz or whatever. When I was a kid, I grew up really, really liking rock um, and all, you know, sort of the more derivative kind of um, genres, such as alternative, maybe punk or whatever. Those I really, really enjoyed, and, you know, definitely worth it for a music fan like me. And from a more game design, gaming development perspective, really, what does make Rock Band 2 so great? I mean, to me, really, um, just to illustrate how good the design of this game is for me, um, I was telling a few people that, you know, if I was stuck in an island or whatever, what game would you bring with you um, if we only could bring one game? I mean, you know, the, the games that come to mind really are just perhaps Super Mario Bros. 3, Tetris, um, probably World of Warcraft, if you're into that. I've never played it, of course, but I see the value in that. It's basically this game that never ends, right? And really, 
the fourth thing I can think of right out of the top of my head really is Rockman. I mean, you know, it it's gotten to that point that this game is so good that it's comparable to games such as Tetris, Mario, and even World of Warcraft. All these crazy, insane, amazing games that are very, very simple. And yet, you know, you just keep coming back to them or you just get so much joy from them. I mean, maybe not even Super Mario 3, because once you finish that game, it's pretty much done. But Tetris, you know, the replay value of that game and how basic and simple the design is, how good the music is, how very, very well laid out the game is. That's what really, really great design is for me. I mean, there is no complication. It's just what it is. I mean, you know, part of the appeal of Wow 2 is really the storyline, the community, the narrative of the whole thing, just a little, you know, um, little, what do you call this, nuances that you find in the game. It's not very simple. It's actually a very, very complex game. But, you know, it is... Um, in that Blizzard did a very, very good job to simplify a very complex game that makes Warcraft, World of Warcraft, so appealing. But, you know, um, comparing Tetris and Rock Band is really more... Um, it's a more fair comparison. And I think these two games are, are the more superior, superiorly designed games compared to, say, Mario or um, World of Warcraft, simply because it's so simple. There is... Nothing hidden in the game. There's nothing to figure out. It just really is. They just really are what they are. And, you know, I mean, in terms of Tetris, you just have basically shapes that are made up of the same volume. I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but, you know, it's basically um, a rearranging of basically four cubes. Just basically um, arrange four cubes in a 2D space, and that's the shapes you get in Tetris, right? Um, And that's really what it is. Basically, just playing with those seven shapes, I believe, and just making lines, and that's it. And it just keeps getting faster, getting more difficult, and you get more satisfaction and being better and better and better, and getting more highest scores. And Rock Band is exactly that, in the sense that it's so simple, you just basically hit notes, and, you know, as you get better, hitting the notes becomes very, very difficult, much faster, much more crazy and everything, but you get a lot more satisfaction out of it because you can see your improvement and everything, right? And, you know, that to me is very, very elegant game design. You start with a very, very simple game mechanic and just really, you know, um, put, you know, things on top of it that are just enough to make the game a lot more expandable, a lot more enjoyable. Um, You know, Warcraft had to do a lot of things to say, basically simplify things. It requires a lot of maintenance, it requires a lot of attention from the developer's point of view. And, you know, to me, while Blizzard is amazing, I mean, this game is insanely amazing, um, even if I haven't played it, I can tell that it's really, really good. But, you know, the fact that they have to do that, they have to do that iteration every now and then, they have to provide you new content and everything, is sort of, you know, that tells something about the design. Um, while Rock Band 2 yes has all, has DLC as well, and it is very very DLC dependent in that the longevity of the game um, really is dependent on the music that you have available to yourself. If you have a DLC, if you if you just have the disc or whatever. But I will say that the core gameplay of it doesn't change. It never changed ever since Guitar Hero, even Guitar Freaks and Drumania. It's exactly the same thing, and that is what amazing game design is for me. It's just this one 
experience that is you you are able to extrapolate you are able to expand and just make it so much more diverse even if it's just so simple you know what i mean i mean the premise is just really get the notes i mean it's it's kind of like training a hamster it's kind of like training a dog to basically bark when uh, or you know uh, go on the hamster wheel or whatever when a light shows when a green light shows and stop when a red light shows it's basically the same thing and you know i don't know it's just so well done it's so simple anybody can do it anybody can enjoy it anybody can understand it and that's why the experience of rockman really is so so much more superior i think to games like World of Warcraft. I mean, Super Mario 3, of course, is very, very simple, and yet, but then, the thing is, it's not as familiar, you know, it's not very familiar for people who don't play video games, but the thing is with Rock Band, the thing, you know, playing an instrument is beyond video games, it's something very, I don't know if I'm using the word correctly, very colloquial, I mean, very, you know, very everyday, I mean, People who don't know anything about video games would certainly know what a mic is, what a, a guitar is, what a drum is. I mean, you know, they're instruments, they're everyday things that people outside the industry, people outside this line of hobby, I guess, would be familiar with. And that's, you know, that's an additional draw for everybody that, you know, even if you don't like video games at all, if I sell this game to you and tell you, Hey, you know what? You can play the drums, you can play the guitar, you can sing, and you don't really even have to be very good at it and enjoy it. I mean, isn't that a sales pitch that people would be kind of skeptical about, but if they do believe you, and, you know, you deliver, and you will deliver with this game, it's just so satisfying, really. I mean, um, it's one of those... It's the true party game game to me. I mean, more than any other Wii title or anything. Um, in as much as only four people can play it or whatever, a lot of people can enjoy it. I mean, just watching people play the game is extremely satisfying. And, you know, I, I just can't say enough good things about this game, really. I mean, I'm not the richest, richest of people, richest of persons, richest of gamers, and, but, you know, it really is one of those games I really just had to have. I mean, I basically put on hold a lot of games to get this game. I mean... I haven't bought a DS game in forever. I haven't bought a Wii game in forever. Uh, the last thing I bought for the Wii, I believe, was... I actually don't know. Umbrella Chronicles, I think? I mean, you know, games like No More Heroes came out and everything, but I basically just said, no, 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 not really worth it. But this game, as expensive as it is, as much as I paid a premium for, I mean, you know, $200 for other people, $300 for me, somebody who keeps complaining about the cost of video games... I mean, that just tells volumes about what this game really means to me and how much, you know, I really do believe I will enjoy it. And have I enjoyed it for the last week? Yes, I have. I mean, I've been staying up so late every night, um, early in the morning, just playing the game and playing songs over and over and over again, you know, um, while playing the drums, you're basically singing as well. I mean, if I didn't have that maracas part, you know, I would sing and do the drums at the same time. It's kind of crazy, but, you know, it's just that much fun, really, that game. So, you know, um, I've been rambling about Rock Band 2 for the last 26 minutes, 25 minutes, or whatever, and, you know, I could keep on going on and going on just how satisfying it is just to hit notes or whatever, just make mistakes, but it didn't, doesn't really matter. Um, you know, and I'm really, really excited to get more songs for this, more DLCs. Um, I haven't, 
gotten any DLC, by the way. I've been just trying to unlock everything in the game for now and just basically research, do my research on the DLCs and get whatever appeals to me, right? Because that's a, a very... That's quite expensive, quite honestly, to get all 500 songs. That would cost me around a thousand more dollars, right? And I, definitely I don't have that kind of money to spare, but... You know, um, get those songs that you really, really enjoy and just keep playing it on, you know, over and over and over again. It doesn't really matter. I mean, and there's so many songs to discover in this game for me. And that's one of the great things about the game, that these songs that are so obscure to me suddenly become very familiar and become, you know, very, very nice, such as Hello There by Cheap Trick. And there's that song by Paramore that everybody, for some reason, knew. Because uh, I brought it to my girlfriend's um, house and played with her siblings and everybody wanted the Paramore song. I didn't even know who Paramore was, nor did I even know the song. But then now it's familiar and I enjoy playing it as well. And, you know, um, Panic in the Disco really has a good track on the game as well, which is, what do you call this, um, Nine in the Afternoon, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, there are a lot of songs out there that are crazy, and I'll be playing another song for you before I end this episode, and I think it will be the Bon Jovi song, um, I don't even know what, what it's called right now, it escapes me, but, you know, um, uh, I watch a lot of American Idol, I mean, it's one of those things I watch because, simply because I like music, okay, I mean, let's end it at that, right, um, it really does feed my want to play the game, my want to listen to good music, to good songs, um, to memorize songs, even. And I believe it was sung in one of the states that they had um, auditions for this year. So um, that's one of the reasons why I'm playing it. And, you know, it's it's a very, very familiar song. And um, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it as well. And, you know, thing is, if any of you Filipinos are listening at all, uh, I've always wanted to basically invite anybody, pretty much, anybody to play rock band with me because it's just... A lot of fun, really, with a lot of people, and it's kind of that bonding experience that, you know, you really do make a fool out of yourself when you play this game. I mean, if you don't know how to play the drums or whatever, or if you're tone deaf and can't sing, but you just sing anyway, and, you know, I think it's just a great, great game to have, really. It's not competitive at all, although there is that online component, if that's your trip, right? Uh, if that's your thing, but... You don't have to be competitive in this game, and you just enjoy it very, very well with other people. And you play it simultaneously, and not, you know, you're not taking turns like other games, like the older games, I mean, like Mario or whatever. You play together, and have fun together, laugh together, and just make a fool out of yourselves together. And that really is a great game. That is GG for you, good game. So, you know, um, just a really, really short episode of The Con Gamer this week. I just really wanted to give props to... Um, Rock Band 2 this week, and really I have nothing more to talk about because, well, last week I talked about Street Fighter and Resident Evil. I still haven't gotten my copy of Street Fighter 2, uh, Street Fighter 4 yet because all that's available here in the Philippines right now is Region 2 for some reason, and me being poor that I am, I do not have an HD TV, so. You know, I just have my NTSC TV right here, so I won't be able to play Region 2 or European games at all. So, if, um, I, I guess that's well and good as well, because at least I can dedicate this episode to Rock Band 2. And hopefully, hopefully next week I can talk about more Street Fighter 4, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy that game a hell of a lot, too. So, you know, um, sorry again for not being here for the last couple of weeks, but hopefully this song, uh, this episode is a little bit more concise and maybe a little bit more accessible to all of you. And hopefully, you know, my enthusiasm feeds you. 
And I'm not even saying buy the game, right? But I'm telling you if you've really thought about it before or if you wanted this game for the longest time and you're just hesitating because it's so much money, definitely, definitely, definitely worth it. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt, one of the games that are more than worth their cost. So, you know, I mean, if you want to play a little bit wrong, man, why not just post um, on the website, um, email me at dokang.gamer at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to arrange something, because this is what I want, this has always been what I want, to basically grow, I don't know, um, video game culture or whatever, because it's just a lot of fun, guys. I mean, I'm not trying to be evangelic, I'm not trying to say that everybody who doesn't like video games is wrong or anything like that, it's just a lot of fun. I mean... Um, a lot of people play basketball, a lot of people um, start their own bands or whatever, and you can do that in video games, right? No, I mean, joking aside, right? It's just one of those hobbies that really should be a little bit more accepted because it has reached mass appeal and everything. And I just want people to give video games a lot more credit than they really are giving it currently. I mean, at least now there's not a lot of animosity about video games. Not as much anymore, at least, but of course there still is. But, you know, um, anybody who loves video games is a friend of mine. And, you know, don't be shy to basically message me or whatever, and maybe we can do play a little round of Rock Band 2 and whatnot, right? Or maybe Street Fighter 4 next week, right? Um, so thank you, thank you very much for listening to this episode, and I will leave you with um, the Bon Jovi song. Let me just check out what song it is. Let me pause it for a second. All right, I got it. It's called um, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, and... Again, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hopefully, I'll catch you next week, and hopefully, we'll be talking about Street Fighter 4. So, thank you again, guys. This is Dokong Gamer signing off for this episode 13 of Dokong Gamer. So, here we go Living in a Prayer by Bon Jovi.